How do you do? Have you ever been at your wit's end? If you have a rebellious teenager, the answer is probably yes. The girl in our story seemed nice in public, but was vicious behind closed doors. Some might call her a bad seed. But like so many others, she just needed love. She tried buying love and forcing it, but none of that worked. Then she learned that true love comes freely, and her heart and mind and life were unshackled. Hi, baby. Don't call me, baby. You're late again, and I know why. What's wrong? You in a bad mood again? Don't act like it's me. Some woman called me and said you've been cheating. And you believe her? She's crazy. She's making things up. This isn't the first time I got a call like that. And this is not the first girl either. I'm your husband. Why don't you trust me? Maybe because you're so defensive? Tell me the truth. Are you having an affair? You'll keep nagging me about it either way. I'm not putting up with a jealous wife anymore. I'm done. This is Unshackled. Dramatizing true life stories produced in Chicago by Pacific Garden Mission. Unshackled, the program that makes you face yourself and think. When people think of addiction, they usually think of drugs and alcohol. But there are other habits that people turn to for distraction and relief from everyday pain. The young woman in our story tried a number of things. But nothing seemed to bring ease. You'll hear all about her choices and their consequences as we bring you the classic true story of Janet LeBollier right now on Unshackled. I grew up in Chicago. My mother worked as a school teacher. Maybe that's why I was such a good student. But even though I earned good grades, I was slow to learn the most important lessons in life. When I was four years old, my father walked out on my mom, my brother, and me. He remained in our lives, but not in our home. Mom made every attempt to make up for his absence and raise us as model children. But with me, she didn't succeed. I was stubborn and rebellious, and she didn't have the strength to deal with me. Dad wasn't much help. How's Janet doing? She's the most difficult child I have ever known. You just need to put your foot down. You're too easy on her. <laughs> You're one to talk. You spoil her every time she's with you. Well, she doesn't act up around me, so I must be doing something, right? If you were here all the time, then you'd see. One minute she's throwing a tantrum, and then she sits around and broods for days on end. Well, I wouldn't put up with that. <laughs> I'm sure you wouldn't, Mr. Father of the Year. By the way, did you send her that check yet? I have it written out. I just want her to write a thank you note. She's only ten years old. That's old enough to write a thank you note, especially with you to teach her. Because of Dad, Mom felt depressed a lot of the time. Even though they didn't live together, they were still legally married. It was only natural that Dad's womanizing bothered her, especially since he was so overt about it. We have another special guest for supper tonight, Janet. Yeah, I noticed. Who is he? He's your half-brother. I thought it was about time for you two to meet. What? How can you do this to Mom? You're still married. Now, Janet, be nice to your brother. He's family. Did you have a good time at your dad's house? No. What's wrong? Apparently, I have a new half-brother. Are you serious? How can he do that? It's so embarrassing. Your father never seemed ashamed about what he did. I hate him. Don't say things like that. I'm not going to write him any more thank you notes. Come on, Janet. We need the money. I don't care. He doesn't deserve a thank you. He doesn't deserve anything. You'd better write him. I won't. Mom and I butted heads on a lot of issues. My behavior worsened as I entered my teen years. 
She took me to church to try to straighten me out, but I always wanted my own way. Unable to keep up with my temper tantrums, she usually gave in. Janet, what is going on? The police just called and asked me something about a murder. Oh, that was Jamie. What do you mean? What's going on? She was making a prank call. She picked up the phone and dialed 911. <laughs> It was pretty funny, Bob. You have a sick sense of humor. Why didn't you stop her? I don't know. It's against the law to make fake calls to 911. Did you know that? It's not my fault. It was Jamie. Well, I don't want you hanging out with friends like that. So you can't have her over here anymore. You understand me? That's not fair. I'm warning you, Janet. If you don't watch yourself, you're going to end up in trouble. As rebellious as I was, my older brother kept me somewhat in line. Then, when I was 15, he left home with his new wife. That was a breaking point for me. By the time I reached high school, I'd been diagnosed with a mental illness. I hardly slept, and I heard haunting, disturbing voices in my head. Desperate to quiet these hallucinations, I started self-medicating with alcohol. Racing thoughts kept me up all night. Sometimes, I remembered a bit of scripture I'd memorized from church. Saying a Bible verse to myself helped bring a moment of peace. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Naturally, I had trouble getting up and going to school after nights like that, so I stayed home a lot. Mom didn't know how to handle it. You've missed too many days. You're going to school. My grades are fine. It doesn't matter. School is about more than grades. If you act like this when you get a job, you'll get fired. It's your fault. I'm like this. Janet, calm down. I'm so disappointed in you. I'm too sick to go to school. I think I'm going to faint. You have already missed 90 days. Get up and get dressed. I'm feeling lightheaded. Oh, Janet! Only my mother knew this side of me. I acted fine around everyone else, but around mom, I was a screaming maniac. When she finally took me to a psychiatrist, the rest of my family thought she was the crazy one. They saw nothing wrong with me, but there was, and I knew it. Janet, Janet, shut up! You're not real. It's your family's fault. Leave me alone. Everything would be better if they were dead. No. Take that big knife from the kitchen. You're not real. And do your duty. Kill, damn it, kill. I stayed home from school, sitting in front of the TV, trying to ignore the voices in my head. Mom had a different idea. Why don't you get a part-time job? Like what? I saw a help wanted sign at the department store. You could be a sales clerk. That would get you out of the house. Plus, you'd get a discount on some nice clothes. I'll think about it, Janet. Your father won't send you money anymore because you stopped writing thank you notes. So, if you want to spend money, you have to get a job. I took a part-time job at one of the most exclusive stores in Chicago. Every day, I saw and touched beautiful clothes and shoes. I couldn't control myself. My entire paycheck went toward a new wardrobe or the latest greatest thing. Still not satisfied, I took mom's credit card and kept on buying. Then the bill came in. Janet, have you been using my credit card? Yeah, a couple times. A couple times. You spent almost two thousand dollars. No way. Look at the bill. See for yourself. Hmm. Yeah, that's all me. It sure adds up. Give me the card, and you're not getting it again. Since I couldn't use her card anymore, I started stealing her money. No matter where she hid it, I managed to find it. Finally, she stopped keeping cash around at all. In desperation, I went to my father. So your mama's being stingy, huh? That sounds about right. Daddy, you know I like to look my best. I need to get some new clothes. I work part time, but they don't pay me enough, and mom won't help me. What do you need? 
Well, graduation's coming up, and I wanted to buy something special. I tell you what, you can use my credit card to go out and buy something nice for your big day. I went out and bought a lot of nice things and charged every cent to my dad's account. When mom found out, she was furious. You put a thousand dollars on your father's account? He gave me his card and said I could buy something nice. What a stupid thing to do! He never ceases to amaze me. How did you find out? He just got the bill and called. He's not too happy. He said I could buy something nice for graduation. You're just like him. Do you know that? He could never control himself. Not with money. Not with anything else. You're just jealous, Janet. You need to grow up. You're almost done with high school. You don't want me to look nice at graduation? Then I won't march. That'll show you. Don't be ridiculous. I'm not marching, and you can't make me. We'll hear the rest of Janet's story in just a moment. Mom and Dad paid off all the money I put on their credit cards. They had to. I refused to contribute, and they didn't want a black mark on their credit rating. I liked having a rebellious reputation, so I refused to march at my high school graduation. But despite my bad attitude and delinquency, my grades were good enough to get into college. Mother breathed a sigh of relief when I went away. For a while, life away from home seemed better. Then I met some strange students in my dorm. Hey, who turned on the light? I like the dark. I don't. You must be Janet. Yes, and you're Elaine. I heard about you. Someone told me you read poems. That's right. Would you like me to read yours? <laughs> I don't know. I might not like what you see. Aren't you curious about the future? Sure, but what if it's bad? The idea is to shape it the way you want it. I haven't had much luck with that so far. If you don't like palm readings, what about cards? A girl down the hall does tarot readings. She's pretty good, and I know another girl who can cast spells. Now you're getting silly. Be careful what you say. Her spells work. I know a friend whose professor was failing him. He paid her to cast a spell, and <laughs> let's just say that professor doesn't work here anymore. <laughs> That's spooky. There's a lot of power in the spiritual realm. You just have to know how to harness it. Maybe I'll let you read my poem after all. I grew up going to church and Sunday school, so I knew about demons. I just didn't take them seriously, so I played along with having my palm read and my fortune told. Then I started to get a bad feeling about all the occult activity around me. I sensed a darkness in some of the students that frightened me, so I started to avoid them. As social pressure mounted, I avoided class too and spent more time in bed. The only thing that brought relief was shopping. However, once again, I ran out of money, but I found a solution. Shopping again, Janet? Yeah. So? Looks like you bought everything in the store. Do I need to check my wallet? No, I don't need to borrow your money anymore. Like my new shoes? Wow, are you kidding? Oh, I wish we were the same size. And look at this funky watch. Okay, this stuff is cool and all, but how can you afford it? Easy. I just use my credit card. Now I'm jealous. I thought we were the same age. We are, but I lied on the application. <gasps> no. You can get more than one card too. I have thirteen. What? And each one has a thousand dollar limit. How are you going to pay them off? I'll worry about that later. Later finally came. As you probably guessed, I maxed out all thirteen of my credit cards. With no way to pay them off, I had to drop out of school, move back home, and get a job to pay off my debt. But I couldn't even make a dent in the thirteen thousand dollars I owed. My job paid three hundred dollars less than my monthly bills. At the end of two years, I was a wreck. My choices had taken a serious toll on my mental health and my mother's. I thought you were going to pick up some groceries. I said in a minute, 
I have some other things to do first. Janet, you've been staring out of the window for almost an hour. So what if I have? I like the view. I'm getting hungry. We need groceries. How am I supposed to make dinner? If I could just fly away, 25 stories down, I wonder how long it would take. Janet! What? Go to the store now! Give me some money! All I ever do is give you money! No, you don't. You yell and complain, too. You think I've been complaining? I've been holding back! You know how angry I am after paying off that debt you owe? Ha! You didn't even pay half of it. Well, I hardly had anything left after I sold the house to pay off what I could. But not even a thank you. Thank you, Mother. Here's the grocery list. And here's the money. And don't you dare buy anything else. You treat me like I'm six years old. I wish you acted that old. Three is more like it. Nothing in my life seemed to work right. My job didn't pay enough, and my relationships failed. Because of my father's womanizing, I resented men and didn't date. The few superficial friends I had didn't help my hurting heart. I still wasted money shopping, but everything I bought left me feeling empty. I didn't know how to fix my life. I was stuck and lost. Finally, I decided to go back to church. After the service, I talked with the pastor. What seems to be the problem, Janet? I'm doing everything wrong. Nothing in my life is going right. I think everyone feels that way from time to time. With me, it's all the time. Sometimes helping other people can make your life more fulfilling. What do you think about volunteering? You know, it takes your focus off yourself. Mm, yeah, but where? Oh, there's lots of ministries out there. How about Pacific Garden Mission? I'll try anything at this point. On my first day at the mission, I noticed everyone was normal and flawed, just like me. But one thing was very different. The other people were so gracious. No one dwelled on the mistakes they made in the past. Unlike me, they didn't feel the need to prove anything. I wanted what they had, so I kept going back. Still, my burden of guilt remained. I knew that inside I was the same, and I thought God was still unhappy with me in spite of my volunteering. One gray day, I walked into the mission. A cheerful man greeted me. Good afternoon. How are you this beautiful day? I'm fine, thanks. Well, nice of you to volunteer. Do you know what our mission is about? Helping the homeless. That's right. Do you know who said... For I was in hunger, and ye gave me meat. I was thirsty, and ye gave me drink. I was a stranger, and ye took me in. Jesus? Yep. You know him? I grew up in church. So, if you died tonight, are you sure you would have a place in heaven? Well, I don't think anyone can be sure. I know that I have a place. And there's one way you can know, too. How? Do you know that you're a sinner? Definitely. Of course you are, and so am I. Everyone has done bad things that separate them from God. That's why God sent his only son, Jesus Christ, to come to earth and pay the penalty for all of our sins. Do you know that? I've heard that all my life. Do you believe it? I don't know. I want to. Why don't you trust Jesus to save you instead of trying to save yourself? Is that why everyone else here is so... smiley? <laughs> <laughs> yes, being at peace makes you smiley. When you put your faith in Christ, it relieves a heavy burden. The Bible says, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. That's what I need. Direction. I want the peace that I see in everyone else around here. Shall we pray about it? What do you think? Good evening, Janet. You're looking chipper today. Can you tell? I just got saved. All those years I thought I was a Christian, <laughs> I was anything but. <laughs> well, praise God. I can tell the Lord's changing you already. Everyone says I look different. The funny thing is, everything looks different to me now. I was just outside, 
And the sky looked blue. It always looked gray to me before. Knowing that Jesus loves you makes a big difference in your life, doesn't it? All this time, I've been coming here trying to please God. Good works won't get you into God's good graces. Only Christ can do that. For by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. Well, now that I know Jesus Christ, I want to be more like him. So I'm going to keep coming here. I like it. Can I share something else with you? More scripture. <laughs> well, I, I am a pastor. The Bible says, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. I felt brand new. I started studying the Bible and praying, and I attended Bible classes. Six months later, I started counseling others at the mission, helping people like me come to know Jesus. Even Mom noticed the change in me. I am so glad you came to the Lord, Janet. You're a different person now. I hate to admit it, but there were times when I didn't like the old one very much. I don't blame you. I hated myself, but I couldn't change on my own, Mom. I tried everything. Then you tried the right thing. Jesus took away all my guilt and hatred. When I think of all the drinking, compulsive shopping, the stealing, all the acting out, you know, I don't need material things now that I have the Lord. Oh, good, sweetie. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> you put me through a lot of hardship. I know, Mom, and I'm so sorry. I hope someday I can make it up to you. The Lord will. Living a life of rebellion was exciting at times. But it's nothing compared to the joy I'll know when I meet my Savior, Jesus Christ. He gave me the tools I needed to share my faith with others, including my father. My family shared a wonderful life in the Lord. Now that my parents have gone to be with our Heavenly Father, my 19-year-old daughter is the blessing of my life. Her name is Lily, a reminder of Christ's light and purity. Thanks to the Lord's foundation, my relationship with Lily is completely different than the one I had with my own mother at that age. Blessings come to all who know Jesus. I can say without a doubt, He is my friend. Listening Friend There is no friend like Jesus. He offered His own perfect life to pay for our sins. And all you have to do is repent and receive him into your heart. Won't you consider, friend? Listening friend, are you ready to take the next step to a new life? Whether you're rich or poor, happy in your relationships, or lonely and searching for connection, you still need a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. As Rita learned, anything could change in a moment. The one thing that will never change is God's love for you. If you'd like to experience this new life in Christ, won't you pray with us now? Dear Heavenly Father, I know that I am a sinner. I know that I need you to help guide me away from evil things and towards good, towards you. I believe that you died on the cross for me. Please forgive my sins and open the door of my heart and life to you. I receive you as my Savior, Lord Jesus. Thank you for your sacrifice and for your precious gift of eternal life in heaven with you. I pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. If you prayed with us just now, we'd like you to get in touch. When you do, we'll send you some free literature to tell you all about what it means to have a relationship with Jesus Christ. Our email address is unshackled at pgm.org. Visit our website to learn more about this ministry, unshackled.org. A listener from Arizona writes, 
I greatly appreciate your ministry and love your program, Unshackled. It is a blessing to have your program on the radio to reach so many people in need. I thank God for your ministry and your heart for the lost. A prisoner from Oklahoma writes, I am in jail and listen to your program, which gives me so much inspiration. Please pray for me and my fellow inmates. Thank you and God bless. And this listener in Barbados writes, I've been listening for years, ever since I was able to listen to the radio in Barbados. This program has helped me in so many ways, and thank you so much. Well, thank you, and thank you for all those letters. If the true testimonies heard on our program inspire you, call your station manager and say thank you for playing Unshackled. Crystal Centric Station. Serving the body of Christ. You are listening to Crystal Centric Station. Where listening invites hope. by saying because we know Proverbs chapter 18 21 says this death and life come on are in the power of the tongue and they that love it shall what eat the fruit thereof so you and your seed are gonna live by speaking something and we gonna speak favor over their lives you ready Now we're going to declare this. Now get ready because when you say it, it's going to start happening. The moment you declare this, it's going to start happening for you. And then I'd like you to make sure you say it now continuously every day. Because I get up and confess the favor of God surrounds me today like a shield. Say amen to that. And I expect doors to open. I expect folks to call me on the phone and I get a blessing. I expect, come on now. You ready? Say this with me. In the name of Jesus, I decree from this moment forward, I see myself the way God sees me. I am highly favored of the Lord. I am crowned with glory and honor. I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I am reigning as a king in life through the one man Jesus Christ the Messiah. Now in Jesus name I declare by faith that I walk in divine favor. I have preferential treatment, supernatural increase, 
I have restoration. I have prominence. I have petitions granted. Laws changed. Policies and rules changed. And battles won, which I do not have to fight. Why? All because of favor. The blessing and favor of God is on my life. In Jesus' name. Every morning when I arise, I will speak and expect divine favor to go before me and surround me with a shield with goodwill and pleasures forevermore doors are now open for me that men have said are impossible to open no obstacle can stop me no hindrances can delay me in Jesus name by my father as I receive genuine favor that comes directly from God. I am special to him. I am the object of his affection. I am the apple of his eye. I am blessed and highly favored of the Lord. In Jesus' name, amen, and so be it right now. In Jesus' name, thank you, Lord. Now give the Lord a praise. fails me all my days I've been held in your hands from the moment that I wake up until I lay my head I will sing of the goodness of God And all my life you have been so, so good With every breath that I am able I will sing of the goodness of God I love your voice you have led me through the fire And in darkness night You are close like no other I've known you as a father I've known you as a friend And I have lived in the goodness of God Of the goodness of God. 
It's a wonderful Wednesday and what a joy to connect with you on the Christocentric station. It's time for Word for Munch on the Good Start Devotional Broadcast. My name is Fifi Folson. You can call me the Christocentric guy. It's all about my father's business. Are you ready for the word? Tell a friend to tell a friend the word is coming. Get ready. It's going to bless you. Father, we thank you for the privilege to gather to hear your word. Your word is light unto our path and lamp unto our feet. It brings life to us and I thank you for you using me as a vessel to speak your word this morning let me speak out of your will and your grace on my life and nothing out of me use me holy spirit to share that which you want your children to hear today in jesus name and everyone connected will say amen today i want us to talk about change change yeah change when you hear change what comes to mind change <laughs> Well, I'm sure you know here in the 21st century, change is a fact of life. Even if you lived in the previous century, you would attest to this. Change is a fact of life. Change is inevitable. The world keeps changing and I think we also must change. Don't you think so? Can you imagine fashion has changed? People are bringing some wild designs. You know how you feel when you're still wearing all those old, 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 old designs? Well, you call it old school, right? <laughs> Any which way, I believe that change is good. But my question, however, will be, how is your change going to happen? The kind of change you need to make in your life, is it going to bring you improvement or impediment? Yes, the fact that everything is changing doesn't mean you should just follow the trend. You must be led. Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse 1, you must be familiar with that scripture. It says, to everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven. That suggests change, right? But for you and I, as children of God, we ought to know when to change. Yes, the world keeps changing and we too must change. But the question, of course, is whether the change that we initiate turn out to be improvements or impediments. There are certain people that rush into certain changes. It just brings impediments their way. For you and I to find this answer, I believe you must first consult the source of all wisdom who does not change. And I'm talking about God. Malachi chapter 3 verse 6 makes it clear. says, I am the Lord. I do not change. God doesn't change. But we need to change according to his will for our lives. Let me explain further. We can be comforted by the knowledge that our covenant with the creator is everlasting and non-negotiable see the lord has promised to keep his word and that's precisely what he will do 
So God will keep every word concerning your life. And so the fact that he wants you to move to step three, if you are still at step one, he would desire that you move to step three. You got to change. You need to be sure that that change you are initiating is going to bring improvement and not impediment. That's why you must always consult him. You must always talk to him. So the next time you are faced with tough times or perhaps an unwelcome change or a decision to make a change in your life, remember, one thing never changes. God's love for you. God's will for you. God's purpose for your life. And so go to him and ask him, Sir, this one, how should I do it? I'm sure when you go talk to him, the Holy Spirit will give you the direction. And when you know, it will make you worry less. All you have to do is do your best and leave the rest to God. Because he's got you. Praise God. Winston Churchill once said, To improve is to change. To succeed is to change often. I dare say that any of those changes without the Holy Spirit's initiative will rather lead to impediments. Rick Warren said one thing I love. He said, Change always starts in your mind. The way you think determines the way you feel. And the way you feel influences the way you act. I like that. The way you think determines the way you feel. How do you think as a child of God? You must think like God, right? <laughs> the way you feel influences the way you act. When that change is about to happen and you are thinking the right way with the Holy Spirit's help in your life, you act right and you will get to the right place as the Lord enables you. Are you on the eve of change? Embrace it. Accept it. Don't resist it. Especially when you know the Lord is leading you. Change is not only a part of life. Change is a necessary part of God's strategy. And the strategy is to use you to change the world. For God to use you to change the world, he would have to alter your assignments. That's why you must always be sure he's the one leading you. This morning, I pray that God gives you strength. The world changes. Circumstances change. We change. But God's word never changes. Let's make sure we are always talking to him about that move. Because our change will have to bring improvement and not impediment. Praise God. May the good Lord add blessings to his word. Let me share a quick word for Munch for the day. Change is inevitable. You can either roll with it or be rolled over by it. As a child of God, you must choose the former. Roll with it. Shall I take it again? As a child of God, Holy Ghost, filled, born again believer, you can either roll <laughs> with the change or be rolled over by the change. But you see, with the Lord on your boat, with the Lord on your side, you must make the right decision. Row with the change that is initiated by the Holy Spirit. May the good Lord add blessings to his word. Thank you for hearing me out. We are back going tomorrow. Remember the programs remain unchanged. I'm talking about the test transmission schedules right here on the Christocentric station. Well, before 9 a.m., guess what? We'll be enjoying more great music to inspire your morning. And when we hit 9 a.m. today, on special request, we have Jonathan Butler. Yes, that's South African who now lives in America. I mean, he's done some beautiful songs. You probably will identify him from Falling in Love with Jesus. 
He's got some other beautiful albums. Today, we are going to enjoy Free. That's the title of the album, Free. I love the jazz in there. It will actually bless your morning. So make sure 9 a.m. you are enjoying it. When we hit 10.30's African Praise Mix, let's dance some Praise God at 12 noon, Christocentric Jazz. When we hit 2 p.m., we bring you what's trending in the world of gospel, fresh tunes, we call it. And then at 4 p.m., special time with your favorite artist today on the bill is Ketka and the Ketka singers. They are doing the album Well Bless This House. You know Ketka. We lift our hands in the sanctuary. That's Ketka. You will love this album, the songs, the minister and they will bless you. When we hit 8 p.m., I definitely want you to hear the story for today. Today's story is coming from a gentleman by name Frank Felix. It's a testimony that will transform your life. Call your friends who do not know Jesus. Let them listen to it. They'll be impacted by it. I can promise you that one. And then guess what? When we hit 9 p.m., there's a word coming to you from the ministry of Bishop Tudor Bismarck. What is he speaking on today? He's speaking on the subject, expanding the gift of God. I'm sure you want to hear that. It has so much that would inspire you, especially if you're considering any change in your life. When we hit 10 p.m., is all night anointed gospel worship songs that would minister to you in a special way so stick and stay tell everybody about it support us pray with us encourage us share our post let people hear about the christocentric station it's for the body of christ of which you are a part you and i our duty is to share jesus with the world so when you share christocentric you are sharing jesus why every content here is all about him i pray for you today that his grace will see you through every life's race with an extra pace no enemy can chase you say amen christocentric station enjoy
Crystal Centric Station. Enjoy. I want to pronounce this blessing upon you today, and it is a benediction of blessing. I decree and declare, this is the day the Lord has made. Since every good gift comes from God, I speak that this day is both good and perfect. May your day bring you divine opportunities, and may it be filled with strategic encounters. May it be filled with wonderful surprises, supernatural breakthroughs, and miracles. May the best of your today become the worst of your tomorrows. May this moment become your defining moment moment, marking the ending of a sad, depressing, discouraging history and the beginning of a prosperous, debt-free, disease-free, depression-free destiny. May you forever live under an open heaven. May God give you a strategy for prosperous and successful living. May you be well acquainted with your heritage, where you come from, with your inheritance, what you were born into, with your identity, who you you are with your purpose what you were born to be with your destiny where you are going with your vision what you see yourself accomplishing within your lifetime with your mission why you do what you do the reason the intention for you doing that with your assignment what you should be doing when you get there with relationships who 
you should be doing it with when you get there. The people that add value to your life with resources, with what you should be doing it with, with timing and your gifts and your abilities. Uh, your timing is when you should be doing what you're doing. Uh, I pronounce a benediction upon you that God will give you a strategy, give you the ability to know what you should be doing and how you should be doing it. And then finally, I pronounce a blessing upon you and this benediction that you will leave a legacy, that you will leave something for the next generation to know that you did it. I pronounce this benediction upon you that you will live in a prosperous, healthy environment. May God prosper the works of your hand. May everything you touch turn into prophetic goal. May your life forever reflect the shimmer of God's glory and divinity. May your life be blessed with all good things. May joy, peace, prosperity, and success be as abundant as the stars at night. May friendship, favor, affluence, influence, happiness, support, beauty, purpose, direction, and abundant living be your constant companion. May you be unconditionally loved, celebrated, revered, appreciated, and honored beyond measure and human comprehension by all. May God grant you true, lasting, mutually beneficial relationships, friendships, association, alliances, partnerships, and support. May you make Make a difference in this world. May you have the courage to make your mark and leave your footprint in the sand of time. May your name and good works be memorialized. May your children fulfill their purpose and maximize their potential. May they have favor with God and man. May your creations, inventions, products, goods, services be in high demand globally. May God firmly place you at a comparative advantage. May you distinguish yourself amongst the great, the influential, the powerful. May your good name precede you. May your goals be achievable. May God grant you wisdom for successful negotiations. May all that is owed to you be released to you now. May your blessing, uh, like the stars, be too numerous to count. May health and wealth walk with you hand in hand. May your victories be as abundant as the grain of sand. May lack and struggle be a distant memory of the past. May you subdue your enemies. May you be fruitful in all of your endeavors. May God grant you multiple streams of income. May you navigate these streams with an anointing that gives you business savvy. May economic and financial tides turn in your favor. May abundant wealth be transferred into your hands. May the title deeds for commercial, real estate, and prime property be placed in your financial coffers, your chambers and treasury. May your income always be greater than your expenditure. May you be more than happy to underwrite your government's budget by paying your taxes. May you have so much more money than needed for your day-to-day -day expenses. May you always have more than enough to give. May you become a humanitarian, giving to those who can never repay the favor. May you give a tenth of your earnings to a charitable non-profit organization whose focus is on helping the less fortunate, the orphan, the widowers, the homeless, the destitute, and helpless. May your bank accounts be filled. May your pocketbook never run dry. May you consider a million dollars pocket change. May daily compounding interest favor your investment. May your words be recorded, published, distributed, and bought. May God divinely increase and prolifically bless you. May your network and net worth increase profoundly. May you be resourceful. Everything you need will be available to you when you need it. May your blessings come upon you and overtake you. May your success confound your and overwhelm your enemies. May they become speechless as their tongues cleave to the roof of their mouths in disbelief. May you experience overnight success. May you live in an Edenic state of mind and dwell in your prophetic Goshen. May God release divine angelic escorts to safely lead you into the promised land. May your head never lack fresh oil. May your mouth be filled with spontaneous praise. May your hands never 
lack productivity. May your mind never lack witty million dollar ideas and creative billion dollar inventions. May your spirit be filled with God's abundant and divine presence. May your soul never lack joy and peace. May your heart never lack courage. May your feet never lack progress. May the light of God's word forever light your pathway. May you blaze new trails. May you run through troops and leap over walls. May you discover new horizons as you become the Christopher Columbus of your discipline, your industry, your profession, and your chosen field. May music and laughter fill your house. May your home be a haven of peace. May wealth and riches be in your house. May God dissolve the pain of yesterday so that it will never appear again tomorrow. May the abundance of the sea be converted unto you. May every good seed you planted last season yield a fruitful harvest this season. May your activities be synchronized and syncopated to heaven's rhythm. May you know God in his fullness. May he grant you pleasure and power. May greatness be your portion. May you live your life in such a way that all the world will know that it is blessed because of your presence in it. May you experience supernatural increase. May you live in a mortgage-free mansion. May you own Fortune 500 type companies and businesses. May your wealth outlive all future generations. May your loved ones be favored. May they never become homeless or lack bread to eat. May they have the comparative advantage. May they set honorable goals and outperform their competition. May they live on the competitive edge. May they perceive and capitalize on opportunities. May they optimize their potential. May they maximize their educational disciplines. May routine and consistency remain as an integral part of their lifestyle. May your relationships be mutually beneficial. May you be settled with who you are and what you are called to do. May you never settle for less than what you deserve. May you expect only the best for your life. May you continuously raise the bar and push the envelope on your life's performance. May you outperform your competition. May you think big and always outside of the box. May you practice discipline, routine, and remain focused. May you set plausible goals and reach them. May you live drug-free, drought-free, debt-free, disease-free, drama-free, depression-free. May excellence be the signature upon all you do and say. May you become all that God will have you to become. May God supply all your need according to his riches in glory. May his spirit be your companion. May Jesus forever be your Lord and Savior. May you become the head and not the tail. May you forever be the first and not last. May you forever be above only and not beneath. May you be strengthened in the inner man. May you continue to dream big. May you awaken every morning to live the life of your dreams. May you live a humble life of gratitude and thanksgiving, knowing that he which began the good work in you will complete it, for faithful is he that calls you to this realm of success and prosperity, and it is he who will also do it. I speak this benediction of blessing upon your life in the name of Jesus. According to Genesis 28:3-4, and the God Almighty bless thee and make thee fruitful and multiply thee, that thou mayst be a multitude of people and give thee the blessing of Abraham to thee, to thy seed with thee, that thou mayst inherit the land whereinto thou was a stranger which God gave unto Abraham. According to Ephesians 3, 20 to 21, now unto him that is able to do the exceeding abundantly above all you can ask or think according to the power that worketh in us unto him be glory in the church by Jesus Christ throughout all age world without an amen. According to Psalm 129 verse 8, the blessing of the Lord be upon you. We bless you in the name of the Lord. And according to Numbers 6, 24 to 26, the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. Amen.
create It shows forth your great mighty hand You are great in all your ways You are God but still remain Yet you never change Yes, you are God When I look to the heavens And the world you create It shows forth your grace A mighty hand You are great in all your ways You are God that still remains Yet you never change Yes, you are God. Yes, you are the Lord. Most high. Yes, you are the Lord. Most high. For say, yes, you are the Lord. You're the most high God. Most high. Ancient of days. Yes, you are Crystal Centric Station. Enjoy.